0: Welcome to the Weekly Wrap Podcast by the National Farmers Federation. Here's this week's update.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the National Farmers Federation Weekly Wrap Podcast. I'm Kate Denton, Senior Project Officer at the NFF, and today I'm joined by Erin Lukey, the NFF's Senior Policy Officer for Rural Affairs. Welcome Erin, thanks for taking the time to join today.
0: No worries Kate. thanks for having me, I'm looking forward to it. Uh,
1: now, as long-time listeners of the podcast know, the Weekly Wrap Podcast runs through the top news and issues in agriculture from the last week. And first up is news out of the cotton industry. This week, Cotton Australia an iconic Australian retailer, Cotton on Kids, launched a new partnership highlighting Australian cotton. This partnership features cotton growing families from Emerald, Queensland, and it recognises the quality of Australian grown cotton. But not only that, Cotton on Kids is committed to use Australian cotton to produce more than four million items of children's clothing. Australian farmers produce the best and most sustainable cotton in the world, and it's great to see this recognised with such an iconic fashion brand.
0: Yes, great, isn't it? And Cotton kids weren't the only ones recognised, recognising the success of Australian agriculture this week. Um, Andrew Forrest has added another agricultural portfolio to his property buying Balfour Downs, a 634,000 hectare property in WA's Pilbara region. It's really great to see this return to Australian ownership and with Andrew reportedly paying $32 million to purchase a property from Chinese-owned TBG Agri.
1: Yeah, it's great to see Balfour Downs back in Australian hands. And it's no surprise Andrew is building up his ag- agricultural portfolio. The good season across the country has really put the wind in the sails of many producers and is boosting sheep numbers. Meat and Livestock Australia's latest sheep industry projections were released this week. And these projections were great news for the national sheep flock. MLA forecasts the sheep flock to grow by 4.9% this year, up to 774.4 million head in 2022. This is the highest number since 2013, Uh, and the growth in the national flock comes on the back of strong seasonal conditions and optimism. The Australia-UK free trade agreement is set to further strengthen Australia's sheep meat export industry.
0: Yeah, there's some great numbers. Um, And alongside agriculture's current growth, regional Australia keeps growing as well. Um, this week, new data from the Commonwealth Bank reveals regional migration continues with strong momentum. There's no sign pandemic-induced drive of people moving from the city to the country is slowing, with the new data revealing quarterly migration from capital cities to regional areas over the past two years is averaging 15% higher than in the two years previous to COVID-19.
1: Yeah, it's really be great to see regional Australia continuing to grow with such good, strong growth numbers. And finally, the big item for this week is the release of the Regional Telecommunications Independent Review Committee, or RTURC,'s report. Erin, what is RTURC and what does that report mean for agriculture and farmers?
0: So the RTURC is a really important process for regional Australia. It is a committee that's pulled together every three years and it pulls together recommendations gathered from consultation across regional Australia, Um, And these recommendations just are focused on supporting improving connectivity in the bush. So this year's report had 12 recommendations and they're really positive. We're happy with the outcome. Um, They focus on resilience in natural disasters, new technologies and affordable pricing for vulnerable consumers. Um, One of the really exciting recs that have come out of it is a push for a funding mechanism into the investment of connectivity options and a focus on improving consumer skills. It's um, it's no secret that connectivity in the bush has this divide against their metropolitan counterparts, and, and reviews like this are super important to improving the experiences of our on-ground farmers and regional Australians. Um, we're really excited about the moves happening in this space, Kate, and looking forward to the government's response and hoping they do what's best to close that digital divide.
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting report, and uh, we're really looking forward to seeing how the government responds to the report and what commitments and support they provide for rela- regional t- communications in the upcoming budget. Now, normally in the weekly rap podcast, we cover, cover the top five things in agriculture. But this week, we're going to add a six. It's with great sadness that you're leaving the NFF, Erin, and, and today is your last day. Tell us where you're off to.
0: Um, Thanks, Cade. Yeah, it's been a great time working at the NFF, but I have decided it's time for my own little ag-venture. I'm going to be heading up to far north Queensland in the Gulf, working on a cattle station for the season. Um, It'll be quite a bit of a shift, uh, but I'm doing a lot of research (laughs) into ringers from the top end, and, no, I'm really excited. It'll be awesome to get the on-ground experience and understanding of what What goes on on the big, broad stations of Far North Queensland and the rest of the Top End?
1: Yeah, it's going to be a great experience for you and we're really going to miss you here at the NFF, but we're glad that you're staying in agriculture, and we're all looking forward to you and your starring role in Ringers from the Top End 2023. Um, We really do wish you all the best. Um, That's it for this week of the Weekly Wrap Podcast. Thanks for joining us again and see you next week. Thanks all.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to this weekly wrap-up from the National Farmers Federation. For more information about the NFF, visit nff.org.au. Otherwise, stay tuned until next week for the next instalment.